Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're thinking of as as aliens are there. Uh they're they're extra dimensional beings. The government knows about them. Hello, and welcome to Weird Tales in the Unexplainable with me, Adam Tissington, hosting today, and uh, with me as always, we've got Beef. Alright guys. And Bob Shoy. Hello. For a second there, I forgot what we call you on the pod, but it's just Bob Shoy. Cool. Well, we do usually, so that's not for the pod. Do you know what this episode's about? Yeah, we talked about, (laughs) I was going to do it, and then I said, you do it. (laughs) I asked that question knowing you guys knew. Mm-hmm. This is our second of our Aliens episodes, right? Yeah. So, not to spoil the surprise, uh, it's Aliens. Right. <laughs> like you just okay. said. But it's specifically... <laughs> Proof of Aliens. So, evidence and stuff. Yeah, right? I've been tasked with trying to prove Aliens. That's right. Oh, right. And I want to... And by the end of this episode, I want to believe. You want to believe. Like Fox Mulder. Yeah. Who's what? X-Files. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, mate, come on. What what do you guys know about aliens? Uh, only what we learned on my episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an unconventional start to the show because we know a lot about aliens already. Yeah, but I want you to or do we? surprise me. I want you to. I don't want this to. You know, I don't want to walk away from this thinking, uh, you know, aliens don't know exist. More. I want to go away thinking, wow, I didn't know any. Well, let's open it up with the obvious question: Do aliens exist? I'm not talking about uh, do they exist in the capacity of the conspiracies that we're going to be hearing, but do they exist, period, in the universe? Do other life forms exist? Yeah, well, we likely talked about this on the last one. Um, yeah, like yeah. we said, you'd have to be quite close-minded to suggest there's no other life out there. Last mm-hmm. time we discussed, you, Beef, you were saying, well, it doesn't mean it's more intelligent than us. doesn't mean it's not like a bug. Yeah. Whatever. It, it could be that there's some infinitely intelligent beings hundreds of light years away. Mm. But it's arrogant to assume we're the only things out there. Yeah. But yeah. it could be. Yeah, I'm just as open-minded to believe that we could be. We are completely, completely fluke. But then it depends on what you say. If if I'm if we're talking about um, super super intelligent life forms, uh, you know, just as much as we are talking about. Um, an amoeba that we find on a different planet, then, I don't know, it depends on where you draw the line. It depends on what you mean by an alien life form. I would say alien can be anything. Any life form that is not from a... Like we said, even something you couldn't comprehend, like a sentient mushroom living on a rock somewhere, still life. Biblically speaking, an alien 
is just like another term for something foreign, something different to you. Yeah. So we've got that question out of the way because it's just it's one of those questions that can't really be answered. But um, some people don't don't believe, and some people do believe. Whatever. As always, I'm open minded to anything. Yeah. Um. Right. So she roll straight yeah. into a video I've got. My episodes always start with a bit of video. Do I have to lean across the table to watch it? Uh, I'll put the video round to you guys. Okay. And I'll come round. That'll work. And as always, all the videos and everything will be on the blog with Tales and the Unexplainable.blogspot.com. So this is. I don't know what this video is going to show, but I remember the Phoenix Lights. I think it's 1997. Does that say 1997? The lights above Phoenix. Listeners might know about it. It's quite famous. I love this sort of music. You only get this sort of music in these sort of videos. And what are these lights then? UFOs, mate. Lights. So this is a UFO spotting in Phoenix. Uh, it's probably my earliest uh, memory of a UFO video. I remember watching this when I was a kid, thinking, "Wow, definitely a UFO." That's a tower, though. That's like a radio tower. That one. Did, everyone, did a lot of people see these? It's just like really renowned. A lot of people, yeah. Look at that. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Look at that light. The, keep, the lights keep getting... Hmm. Look, look at that! Yeah, I like this video. That's interesting. When it first, when the music first started, I was like, here we go. <laughs> but this is... Yeah, this is amazing. Wow, they, it looks like it's they're like getting closer out. as well. It's fanning... Like, there's more and more lights. There's another one. Wow. That's cool. Okay, going now. Closing up. Pretty sure this is another view, another camera. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's, it's a totally angle, separate isn't it? person. Um, saw this. I think a lot of eyewitnesses saw this actually, as I remember. Uh, it's just cut into different um, footage of it. Yeah. It's very interesting. It's probably. It's unlike the other footage I've seen though. Um... I've never seen that footage. No, yeah, I've never I, seen I, rem- like I haven't seen that footage for so long, and I, I remember today that when I was first interested in UFOs, like we all were, I saw that on um, probably not the internet, probably on like I don't know, whatever. Mm. I saw it on. How old would you have been in ninety seven? Uh, ninety seven, eight. I'd have been nine. Yeah, yeah, eight. Yeah. Did you remember? Do you remember when you I, was that young? No, no, it wasn't. No, no. Was it on the news though? Might I could, have, been I on, could uh... have watched it. I probably watched it when I was like 15, 14. All right. Yeah, I imagine around that time. But I remember thinking that 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 there was it was like a whole UFO program, and that was the only convincing one mm-hmm. because I'm pretty sure the hot. I'll quickly check the the thing surrounding it. I'm pretty sure they came out and said it was a weather balloon or right. It was something that was just total. It sounds like a complete bullshit. Cover yeah, up. yeah. Mm. So was that I was going to say? I was that's what I was going to ask. What was the um, like government's response to what it was or whatever? Let's have a look. But they said weather balloon. Hmm. Phoenix lights. No, I'm not an expert on weather balloons, um, but I'm pretty sure they don't look like that. I've seen footage of stuff like that before. Yeah. Um, where people, where it's like people, and they, they were like filming directly underneath like a church, mm-hmm. and people believe they were like angels. Right. Okay. But so that's the, the only other time I've seen something like that. The United States Air Force said that uh, the second group of lights, were f- there the were flares dropped by an A-10 Warthog aircraft that were on training exercises around the area. Um, witnesses claimed to have observed a huge V-shaped, several football field-sized UFO. 
coherently moving dark through the through the dark. Uh, stars would disappear behind the object and reappear as it passed by, mm. producing no sound and containing five spherical lights or possibly light emitting engines. So lots of eyewitnesses. There's... Obviously the aircraft, the air, the air force said it was flares. Didn't look like flares to me. The only other time I've seen, st- again, <laughs> the only other time apart from the time I just told you um, that I've physically seen stuff like that is um, there's a festival that I go to in the summer with my wife. And it's also near a, um, a like an RAF base, mm-hmm. so they do loads of um, like nighttime flying. So I've seen similar things, and it does take a while. Like, wow, I've not seen anything like that before. Yeah. And then you you suddenly start to put the pieces together, but I've not seen it where it's like they they dim like that. They're, they're yeah, almost that like was stars, like, weren't like they? Fanned out, and then it like closed back up again. It was. I gotta say. You piqued my interest from the get-go already. I was like, yeah. here we go, UFO video. These never convinced me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is very convincing. No, yeah, really I've never seen anything like that. It's the only one that's ever convinced me, actually. It reminds me of, like like you say, when something jumps out at you and you're suddenly like, huh. Because when I was looking at ghost pictures, I haven't ever used them in an episode, I was looking through them all and they all looked like bollocks, bollocks, bollocks. And then I saw one and I was like, whoa, that's fucking oh. weird. And it suddenly you start giving all the others more credence because you see one that actually interests you. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, that definitely has jumped out on me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's a UFO one. I've got like that, just sort of, it was just sort of an extra thing to show you guys because it's probably the most convincing UFO spotting I've seen. Okay, and that was so, in where was it? Sorry, San Francisco. Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. Was it, mate? It was really. It was way better than all the other stuff I've seen. Yeah. Mm. Very good. Uh, okay, so we're gonna go back uh, a couple of thousand years to the ancient Egyptians. Oh. Uh-huh. Well, they took That's videos on their own. Interesting, because we talked about doing an episode <laughs> oh. all about ancient Egypt anyway. Yeah, it's not going to delve too deep into the alien stuff with the Egyptians, because I think there's a, there's a whole treasure trove of information. But there's a few hieroglyphics I'd like you guys to look at. Okay, oh, I, like okay. looking at I like looking at weird hieroglyphics. Yeah, yeah. I saw the other day, and uh, yeah, so this whole video. Okay. Did aliens act as gods to ancient Egyptians? So we'll look at some hieroglyphics. That looks like a flying saucer mm. of a science fiction movie, right? It does. I guess it's up for interpretation, isn't it? Could be like a seed with a sprout growing out of it. Oh, these are like flying hover cars or something. Yeah, look, there's a helicopter. A helicopter, yeah. See, it's in- instantly your brain, you see a shape you recognise. So I'm like, helicopter straight away, yeah. Mm. It's like a blimp. Mm. Oh, hello. Mm. It's just like a bug-eyed... Alien standing amongst all the men. Interesting. Oh, is that one in the middle? Yeah. He almost or like another like they've all got is the big black overlines yeah. from it's like, like the your gray, typical the Roger aliens, the yeah. alien from American Dad, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That looks like a big hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. It's like a big bell. It's got like an antenna on it though. It's like a big bell. And one burger. in the middle. Beef burger. Oh, it's got like electric coming out of it though. Like um... look at those. Oh, and the aliens either side, yeah, and the big. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Interesting. So, th- I'm just going to ask something about hieroglyphics. This is ignorance on my behalf because I really don't know anything about e- Egypt or anything. But yeah, are they a language? Are they letters and stuff, or are they like cave paintings, or are they a bit of both? Uh, my knowledge of it is quite limited. My understanding is that hieroglyphics are not to be taken literally, mm-hmm. but 
they do tell stories. Yeah. Almost like parables. They don't tell literal stories, but they tell pretty much the gist of, of stories. Or, yeah. Or maybe they are stories. I'll, I'll have to look into that a lot more for the Egyptian alien one, because that in itself is just huge. There's mm. uh, people that think that the aliens gave the Egyptians the technology uh, to build the pyramids. Yeah, basically everything we don't understand about what the Egyptians did yeah. is because aliens. And there's claims that Egyptians were smarter at the start of their reign than at the end, right. which is where the aliens gave them the technology and over the years of generations it deteriorated because it didn't get passed down. But what happened to the technology? Well, you know, it, it just got it got lost. Lost through the ages. Lost. Mm. See, it was always yeah. an a-, a lazy ending. To yeah, the yeah, but so thousands annoying. of years of people. Yeah, the pyramids yeah, but are it still would there. Get, it would get past that. Mm, the technology wouldn't though. The technology. In, in the lifespan like, of the planet, a couple of thousand years. What about is if the um, alien technology is organic um, in nature? Well, that wouldn't. And then no, would but even a, a car, degrade. even a car would biodegrade within a thousand years. And the Egyptians were fifteen thousand years ago, or five thousand mm. years ago, depending yeah, on what you believe. Surely. If this happened, say, like, this hypothetically happened a few times, hmm. you'd be able to replicate it. What, the the alien technology? Wouldn't, yeah, or mm, like, I don't know, learn about it. The mystery is is just that. It's I'm, I'm just saying that the ending is always a bit like, oh, and then this happened, and it's like, we don't have any more. Maybe no. aliens started helping us, and then they saw humans' destructive nature of, well, we're just going to step out now. Yeah. Why are we presuming that aliens like... aren't themselves destructive in nature? Well, they, well they, some might be. I'm just saying the ones that visited the Egyptians obviously weren't destructive, otherwise they wouldn't have helped them. Well, yeah. I've... Um, well, yeah, the Egyptians were very violent, weren't they? I've um, I've contacted... Alien Life Force. <laughs> I thought you were going with that. <laughs> no, I've, I've contacted our... <laughs> they, um, they are... <laughs> <laughs> I've contacted our history correspondent, right? a.k.a. my wife. Okay. Because she studied Egyptology. What did she say? Because I'm getting ready to put a voice effect on it. <laughs> well, she hasn't texted me Oh, back you text yet. her now? Yeah. yeah no, oh, again. No, I didn't ask her about that because I didn't really know. How, I wouldn't know. Did about... you just say, did aliens help the Egyptians? No, I just said, what did you? What do you know about um, hieroglyphics? So oh, we, okay. we can get that information. Egypt. Okay. Of alien hieroglyphics. Right, okay. So she might be able oh, to yeah, shed some I'll light on it. Oh, yeah, I'll see what she weighs in on that. About. It might, um, just for you guys listening, it might be on the blog at a later date or on our Facebook page because my wife is out and she may not answer back. Yeah, she might have more important things to do than text us about hieroglyphics. Uh, I will say, though, that's they're amazing. Some of them are really quite unique and quite detailed. Yeah, but um, then have we got our interpretation of... UFOs. I always think that. From the hieroglyphs. I always think, um, I said this... But that's a helicopter. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's what you... That's what I was, <laughs> well, was going to say. That. If you look at something, you instantly see what it is. Yeah, but yeah. are you looking for a shape? But why are we recognize... reading it like that? Why could... Is it possible that you're supposed to be looking at it uh, mm. sideways on? So then all the men that are on it are standing Should you watch the video on? again sideways on? <laughs> um, I was going to say, like, I do think we are influenced by things we've already seen. Like, um, I always say that our technology is influenced by the entertainment of our past. So, if we watch a film in 1970 that says, this is what future technology looks like, and it's just like a sci-fi film, mm, our yeah. technology starts looking like that, just because, oh, that's what we it's in your head, like, that's what it's going to look yeah. like. Mm. So, like, iPhones and stuff, and all these futuristic 
you know, technology products look like the sort of thing you saw in sci-fi films of the 70s. Yeah. And I think we're influenced by things we've already seen. Yeah, Nike uh, released those Back to the Future shoes recently. <laughs> that was it. I think that was it. It's literal. You know what I mean, man? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was just a small look. It was. I'm just kind of building a case. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what I want this episode um, to be. You've done exactly what I was hoping So that's for. the ancient Egyptian sort of angle. I think we should launch into my favourite excerpt, the Art Bell call. Love this. Such a good... Oh, so good. It's great. Yeah, I have no idea what this is. Um, give, give us a little bit of uh, background to it. You you do know what it is when it starts playing. Oh, okay. when, give us a little bit of background. Yeah, everything I know about this call is that the call was made to Art Bell... Uh, you'll hear it. It lasts whatever, ten minutes or five minutes or whatever, uh, and then you'll hear what he has to say. And then after, I think a day or two after, uh, during the call, actually, I think the radio sh- yeah. goes down. Yes. The whole radio station goes well, down. Well, let's listen to the first clip. And yeah, then let's yeah, do we'll it, see yeah. What happens. Basically, this is someone calling into a radio show. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Art Bell is like, um, he's not like our BBC radio though. It's more like. Not pirate radio, but like public relations radio. No, because, of the, size, of, people, because of the size of the country, access? they can. I think it is. I might be totally wrong. To be honest, I don't is it not like just like local but radio? It's mm, kind of, but it's. Isn't it funded by? No, I don't. I don't think it's funded by anyone. To be honest, Art, Art Bell yeah, is so kind of like us. He's kind of like the us of America, but not a podcast. But if we were live and people were, I mean, he in. interviews. The real people he interviewed, Terence McKenna. He's interviewed. Oh, okay. The Those real type, people. the you know the real big all the wigs. people we talked about on our show. Yeah, Neil deGrasse yeah. Tyson, nice. Terence McKenna, all yeah, the yeah. spokespeople <laughs> on <of> the show. <laughs> so uh, yeah, let's play the clip. Should we yeah, play let's one? go. I like this clip. It's great. There we go. The frantic caller, six minutes. Morning, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, Art. Yeah. Hi. Um, I I I don't have a whole lot of uh, time. Um. Well, look, let's begin by finding out whether you're using this line properly or not. Uh, Area 51. Yeah, um, that's right. Were you an employee or are you now? Uh, I, a former employee. Former um, employee. I, I, I was let go on a medical discharge about a week ago, and and <laughs> I, I've kind of been running a, across the country. Um, oh, man, I don't know where to start. They're, uh, they're, they're going to... Um, they'll triangulate on this position really, really soon. So um, you can't spend a lot of time on the phone, Joe, so give us something quick. Okay, um, um, okay, what, what we're thinking of as, as aliens are, they're, uh, they're, they're extra-dimensional beings that an earlier precursor of the, um, space program made contact with, uh, they, they are not what they claim to be. Uh, they have infiltrated a lot of uh, uh, a lot of aspects of, of, of the military establishment, particularly the Area 51. Uh, the, the disasters that are coming, they, the, the military, I'm sorry, the, the government knows about them. And there's a lot of safe areas in this world that they could begin moving the population to now aren't but they're not doing they're not doing anything they are not they want the major population centers wiped out so that the the few that are left will be more easily controllable 
So that's the radio just cut out the radio station, the whole radio station. Mm-hmm. And this is like the backup generator playing like you know, yeah, like standby music. Yeah. We actually played it after we finished recording the first ever episode. Really? Yeah, we'd all listened to it together and said, oh, we should talk about that on a future episode. Oh. So we listened to it at your house after that first ever uh, episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. right. time ago. So what do you think about that? Um, I don't know. I, I just... I love it. I do love it, but I, I also... I don't know. It's, it's, that guy could very easily have just been... Like, it did sound like he was crying, but... Weird that it got cut off, though, isn't it? Yeah. That's what makes it most suspicious to me. Anyone can ring up and pretend to be flustered and, like, prank call, but it's the fact that he the radio station got cut, shut down. Yeah, That's yeah. what makes it, like... Oh, coincidental. Coincidental, do you think, though? Just during that phone call? Could be. That's what and I mean. I'm, like I'm, I'm, never, I'm, I I'm just playing Never Advocate. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. It's a very... The way I see it is, if you... The way I look at all this stuff is if you're going to be employed by the American military or any military, um, if you're employed to the highest level of security, surely you're going to be way more, um, not brainwashed, but almost like indoctrinated into that system. So much so that that would never happen. Yeah, but that's like the one. You would never. Do you know what I mean? There's always one. Is there? It's very interesting you make that point because later on in the show we've got many cases where I'm sort of saying the same thing. 
I'm not. I I think it it sounds. This is what I'm saying. I think it sounds just as plausible as it does sound. Um, just like a okay. fake hoax. We've fake got the uh, when he calls back. Yeah, I've heard when Do he you calls want to hold back. Hold that to that. I'm gonna go. Yep. East of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hi, Art. Uh, this is Brian. Hi, Brian. Hello. You didn't disconnect me before, did you? Were you on earlier tonight? Uh, no, not um. Towards the end of the last hour, you said, uh, uh, East of the Rockies, you're on the air, and your voice was immediately replaced by the operator saying, your party has not connected. Oh, uh, well, see, as you can now tell, I don't screen calls. So right. what happened, obviously, was that I answered the phone just at the very instant that you had been ringing as long as they were going to let you ring. Yeah. And so that occurs, obviously, sometimes I go to a line and it's uh, dead and nobody's there, and that's what's happened. You know, we just were... Right. On the cusp there. Anyway, I'm glad you made it back through. Yeah, you got all my paranoia buttons uh, running. I always get very nervous when when I call you. Uh, I'm Brian. I hung up on you last week. Oh, I see. And uh, I just figured, damn the torpedoes. Uh, I'll just do this and let the chips fall where they will. All right. Um, everybody, I am the Area 51 caller. Um... That's that's my statement, and let you or whatever tear it apart. <laughs> you you claim you're the Area 51. I I am the man. How do you account for the fact, Area 51 caller? Okay, that part of the way through your spiel, the satellite went down. I have no idea, and it scared the heebie-jeebies out of me that night. <laughs> Uh, I've called a number of times on your specialty line nights doing different, you know, kind of wacky characters, and that's all that one was supposed to be. And uh, if the call had been completed, it would have been ancient history by now. How's it, how's it occurred to you, as uh, Barbara Marks Hubbard suggested tonight, that perhaps, if you're really what you say you are, you created the reality of the rest of the situation and took down my satellite. That scares the heebie-jeebies out of me because it means that what I was saying was somehow correct and it was fabrication kind of creating creating a reality. Yeah, if, if that was the case, I humbly apologize to you because I love your show and the last thing I would ever want to do is not hear you off the air. What, what, what can I do to prove my claim here? Well, I guess you could, you could, uh, you could give us a little of what you gave us then so that we could hear it and know it to be you. <laughs> Are you sure you want me to do that, Art? I'm positive. Um, don't, Art, Art, please. I, I don't want you to ask me to do this. Um... If, if I start doing that, that, that guy, I... you're right about that. Now, that, let's just take that little sample that you just gave us, so that we don't alter some sort of hard little reality here at the end of the program, and we'll let the callers be the judge. Okay. All right. I thank you for this opportunity. This has just been driving me bananas for months, and. Uh, uh, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know what you wanted me to do. I, I knew it was very difficult for me to prove to you. Um, uh, but I just thank you for for your your patience in, in dealing with me up to this time. All right, it's quite all right. Thank you, uh, Fritz. Uh, Fritz in Phoenix, as a matter of fact, called and said, "Oh yes, that's him." Somebody else said, "Oh no." Now he has done his little 
Area 51 caller Imo, or the real thing, depending on what you think. And so we'll leave it up to all of you. That is what you think. So that's when you call back. Mm. What do you think? I'm even more unimpressed. Oh, really? Yeah. So if, you think that is confirmed? If you're an employee there. Yeah, if you're an employee there, when he says, oh, how do you account for the fact that we lost all connections? And he's going, I have no idea. Like, yeah, but he's not saying he's an employee anymore. He's not saying... He's that. saying it was all an act. He rang up doing a prank. And the fact that it went off the line, off he, the air, yeah. is a coincidence because now I presume what happened after that was a massive explosion of just PR. Yeah. And it's been annoying him because he he's was the crank worried, caller. Yeah, he was worried okay. that he what he was he was making a joke, and he was worried that what he said got too close to the truth that the mm. actual people shut him down. He was like, "Oh shit, I was only joking." Yeah, and they they shut me down. That makes that makes me feel like maybe I was right. Yeah, or this is my other thought: Is he employed by Area Fifty One? They caught up with him and made him call up and say it was a hoax. Exactly. No. Wow, I I just I just don't think you can't leave all options open. No, I, I don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, well, you guys play devil's advocate a lot on on this show, and I'm I'm doing it on this. I um, feel like when I never play devil's side, advocate. Well, like when you host, <laughs> I do, it, do and vice versa. Do you know Shakespeare's dead? Uh... No, I I I, like, I look. I accept that it's very possible that you know what he's what he's saying is true. I also just find it too. If I was gonna, if that happened to me and it just everything cut out, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I just think, ah, uh, you know, it's just as much a, you know, just as much possible that it could all just be a coincidence that mm-hmm. it shut down or they lost power. Um, particularly if it's not, you know, I, I know there's hundreds of radio stations like that across America where they're not entirely. You know who's who's to say that they weren't listening in? He's it's in Nevada, right? He said it is. Oh, are you listening into wherever Nevada, Nevada? Yeah, yeah. You know who's to say they're not listening in and they shut down stuff like that, just in case something slips and they don't have to deal with the PR. I mean, I, I don't know. I just think. So you think the government are going in and shutting stuff down? I think. I think it. it I. I guess it frustrates me when people don't presume that this is this actually happens. Mm-hmm. I of course, of course, they're doing stuff. We know because it's in the news all the time. The little things get released. And like last week on Weird News, they were like guarding Area Fifty One entrance when that people tried to drive up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, we we know, but equally, like you know, there's a sign there saying don't come up here. If you drive up here, then we're going to kill you. <laughs> don't drive up there. Don't be a dick. So I don't know. I I'm not. I'm not. In your gut, though. In your gut, what do you think happened there? Though it was just a prank. What the? What do I think happened? Yeah, the guy rang up and it was a prank, and Mm. then and the thing went down as a coincidence, and then he rang up and was just like it was a prank. And you think it's as it seems on the. My gut. This is why I think my gut is saying it was just a coincidence, just coincidental. Okay. I understand that stuff like that happens and that they could shut it down, but yeah. Um. I don't know how I feel about it still. I, I do... when the, Every time I hear it, I listen to it again and try yeah. and imagine freshly. And every time it starts again, I'm like, yeah, I'm not buying this. Like that first call. Yeah, yeah. But then when it gets cut off, it, it does sound really... It makes it really suspicious to me. 
yeah. And whether it's because he was telling the truth in the first one and he's covering it up on the second because he's been told to. Yeah. Or he got too close to the truth, like he says, and got shut down. I do think there's too much coincidence in that timing of the radio going down. Well, yeah, they could have been like, shit, like who's says, this guy? Is it actually an employee? Shit, yeah. shut it down. And like the whole thing gets shut down. It's not just like yeah. he his line gets cut off or whatever. Like the whole radio station goes, yeah, like dead. And so how do we know that wasn't a prank? But how our, do we know that he wasn't in on it as well? Well, but, he was on in the shutting the thing down to make yeah. him seem more relevant. Yeah. Well, Ark uh, said that uh, that never happened. No. He said he's never experienced it. Yeah. Of course he would. Of course he would. If you were doing it as a prank or as some kind of a no, hoax no, or but Ark trick. wouldn't be doing a trick. The guy who the guy who ran the radio station. Why not? The radio he wouldn't do it as a prank. He wouldn't do it. That's as a prank. his integrity. No, but yeah, he is. He his whole thing is finding the truth. It's not about spilling uh, misinformation. I'm not saying it's, it's impossible. About, it's the same as us. I'm not saying it's impossible that himself. he was sitting there thinking, "Well, this is a fake, but I can make it interesting." <laughs> Pull the plug and then pretend we went offline. Yeah. But I just I don't think he would. I don't think he would. But it is another possibility. Yeah. Mm. Beef's not impressed. Um, well, no, not really. <laughs> I, I love that call. I love that clip. It's interesting to listen to, but it's... Um, you prefer the UFO video? Well, I prefer the video because I can see it and it's... <laughs> <laughs> so if it was a video of that guy in the phone box... <laughs> no, no, that would discredit it more because he'd be sat there in his room still living at his mum and dad's house I get the impression he's like I always imagine him like standing at a phone box in the desert or something yeah yeah like panicking that's how I imagine it (laughs) yeah that's how I imagine it I don't know if I've seen that in a film or something but I always imagine I have a very vivid image of what it looks like I've never seen phone booth Keith Sutherland never seen it it's It's pretty terrible yeah Colin Farrell yeah so Forrest Whitaker yeah that's not convinced you any of alien existence no it's made me um, doubt it more so, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it okay. More so. Oh. So that one call has just shot every, the Egyptians down. No, but I wasn't. You no, it's not. I mean, Beef's like Doubt and Thomas this episode. <laughs> no, I I just think that I I and maybe that again, maybe that's just the way my brain works. Maybe that's just the way mm. my mind works. I just think it sounds. It just seems way more coincidental. It's good. I like it. You're the skeptic this episode. I'm the advocate, and this is the. Uh, I think host. it's probably we'll because it's like you were saying earlier. What you what you've experienced in the past, get, like gives like feeds your agenda mm. for present things. Mm-hmm. So maybe I've just seen so many documentaries, and I've seen so many uh, clips. Well, you know and... all about like hoaxes. Yeah, I do know a lot about hoaxes <laughs> uh, because of an upcoming episode. It'll be the next episode, won't it? It'll be the one after because it'll be a proper episode. Um, yeah, so maybe that's it. Maybe that's just pushed my. That's maybe um, I've just heard so much that it's just made me doubt. I've heard stuff like that before, not yeah. quite like that, but it's just made me think. Oh, it's the same as it's the same as the other footage. Mm-hmm. So okay, what do you make of? Uh, I was watching this film series. The rest of the episode is pretty much based around this uh, serious film, right? This is a crowdfunded film, right? A crowdfunded film, yeah. I watched not all of it. I haven't watched it, but I saw something about it on something. And it was recommended to us by a listener. Yeah. So we should check it out. Who could be calling in? Possibly. Possibly. Um, so I was watching Sirius and... Did you watch the whole thing? Uh, no. No. I got the gist mm-hmm. from the very start. Uh, well, I watched m- most of it. 
Yeah, I, I watched um, a lot some of stuff about it, and it did make me want to watch it. Yeah. So one of the things, actually, I can't remember if it wasn't serious, but basically, uh, there's been a lot of uh, astronauts that have come out and claimed they've seen aliens in their space missions, and then been hushed about it. Yeah. Yeah. Buzz Aldrin apparently saw a UFO flying alongside the space shuttle. But surely it could be a satellite. Yeah, a satellite don't, don't doubt Buzz. Buzz Light, was it Buzz Lightyear? You said so. Buzz, yeah, Buzz uh, Lightyear. I don't think astronauts have ever been to space. I don't think anyone's ever made it to the moon. Whoa, save that for Hello. the moon landing episode. Do you genuinely mean that? You staring shit. I don't know. Proper devil's advocate. A lot of people. But we know that people got to space because of Matthew McConaughey made it. Yeah, a lot of people would say that. The the first mission, maybe, we never got there, but by now we have. Mm. I think my problem... Uh, I think, Actually, do you know what? I think the more you say things, the more I'm, like, sighing inside. I think it, that's probably the problem, is that I've... I used to watch probably... Like, when I was a teenager, I used to watch just hours and hours and hours of... Uh, particularly when YouTube first started, I just saw so much stuff. And I remember watching, like, the Louis Theroux stuff. Mm-hmm. When I hear things, I'm like, mm, yeah, maybe. Like, oh, he was told to be quiet about it. Well, I don't know. I think it's time. I just want some proof you now. Think them hush, I really want to be able to. I really want to be able to believe in all of this stuff. I think it'd be awesome. I just, I think, because of all the stuff I've been fed over the years, maybe it's okay. So, what did Buzz say he saw? Well, Buzz is reluctant to say that it's actually an extraterrestrial craft. So he saw a craft, not a being. Craft, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that could be like a, a probe or a shuttle or something from another, from like Russia or something that they yeah. didn't tell. I'm pretty sure on one of the films I saw, um, the original astronauts that went to the moon were told by the aliens t- to leave the moon and never come back. What? I'll try and find a backup source for that. Who? The idea that the aliens would be that close to the hanging out on the moon. Yeah. Well, apparently they're watching us from the moon. They're sitting on the moon. Well, they've got a base on the moon, around the Never dark side. They haven't people seen it in telescopes? Well, they no, you can't see the dark side of the moon. moon. Right. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Sorry, that Why? the doubt in that. Right, I'm supposed to be devil's advocate. Right. <laughs> Why would they be watching us from the moon? According to the NASA astronaut Neil Armstrong. The aliens have a base on the moon and told us in no uncertain terms to get off and stay off the moon. Is that Neil our moon? Armstrong. Belongs to us. Yes, yeah, it's the Earth's moon. What? It's the Earth's moon. It's our moon. It's not no, it moon. spins around the planet we live on. Yeah, it's our moon. Yeah, it's, it's not our moon. It's not like in our gravity. It belongs to us. It's not Saturn's moon. It's mm. the Earth's moon. None of this is ours. Who are these people? Who are these. Not people. Who are these aliens telling us. What, Neil what Armstrong? Can the astronaut Neil no, Armstrong. The aliens, oh, the aliens. telling oh, Neil Armstrong, do, do get, get off, off the moon, don't come back. Well, where do they get off? <laughs> get off our moon is what they can do. Both Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin saw uh, UFOs shortly after that historic historic landing on the moon. So did the aliens actually approach them? Well, or did they send like a message to tele- tele- like, like balaclavas on? Yes, yeah, so I'm imagining. <laughs> I'm like, what did they look like? Did they say that? Get off our moon. Oi, bruv, bruv. 
Was it the Russian astronauts who got there at the same time? I was like, oh, shit, pretend we're aliens. <laughs> the Americans that recognise the accent. I'm an alien. <laughs> that's a terrible Russian accent. <laughs> that's Arnold. That's yeah, Arnold. I know. Do not come back to this moon. Hey, get off the moon. <laughs> that's terrible as well. It's really bad. The aliens approached Buzz and Neil. So let's, let's try and find it. Neil Armstrong, base on the moon. Let's try that. Neil Armstrong got base on the moon. Do they have a base on the moon? If they had a base on the moon... Don't they get cold on the dark side of the moon? Well, you don't know what sort, of, uh, what sort of bodies they have. That's what I want Neil to tell me. I fit. ASL. ASL. Location is moon. If I was Neil, though, right? If I had seen an yeah, alien... terms of now. If I was Neil, or Buzz, mm. surely you'd be like, I can, I can take him. Yeah, they're all skinny, aren't they? I'm sure. They've only got big heads, and just shoot them in the head. Push the head before With their space guns. Their ray guns. I feel like I'm taking it seriously. I do find this a bit crazy. This is cray-cray, yeah. So, this is Professor to Buzz Aldrin. What really happened out of Apollo 11? Mm -hmm. Buzz Aldrin. An amazing thing. Even though we have always known of this possibility, the fact is that they have ordered us to turn away. What do you mean, warned to turn away? Buzz, I cannot go into details. There are structures on the moon and not ours. I can only say that their ships were far superior to ours and both in size and technology. I think I've got the video here. I saw this illumination that was moving with respect to the stars. We were smart enough to not say, uh, Houston, there's a light out there that's following us. So technically, it becomes an unidentified flying object. While Neil and Buzz were on the lunar surface, Neil switched to the the medical channel and spoke directly with the chief medical officer, saying, they're here, they're parked on the side of the crater, they're watching us. I spotted a lot of stuff that seemed to not belong on the moon. And it has very distinct features of a satellite dish. It's got the dish itself, the crater shape. It's got a long spike that appears to come out of the middle. All sorts of stuff that looks exactly like a satellite dish on Earth looks. There's an interesting picture on the moon that does appear to show something that could be a bridge, maybe a pipe, could be an inching worm. I have no doubt that extraterrestrials could very well have populated or made structures on the far side of the moon. The reaction of numerous space defense officials was a fear and astonishment. And it would make sense that governments and military agencies might well be quaking in their boots, wondering who's built these structures, where are they from, what do they want. There is one object that reminds people of a cooling tower from a nuclear power plant. Any species that could travel through the stars enough to put a base on the moon wouldn't have to blink before they could take care of us. The other thing that is inside this lunar module looks like a woman, and this is the alien that they recovered from the ship. There was a study done by the Brookings Institute in the early 1960s, so before NASA went to the moon, there was sort of this idea that if we were to have any kind of interaction with alien life form or intelligence, that maybe we shouldn't tell the public because the public might not be able to handle it. As the 45th anniversary of the Apollo 11 mission to the moon dawns, there are many mysteries about man's first lunar landing that remain unsolved. What did the astronauts actually encounter there? And what made NASA stop going back to the moon after Apollo 17? Is there evidence of an alien presence on the moon? 
and perhaps all around us? These startling photographs recently discovered in NASA's official archive were taken by the Apollo astronauts themselves. The gigantic artificial looking structures they document, which have never been shown on television before, seem to defy simple scientific explanation. Could this be a nuclear power plant of some kind? A massive satellite dish? Trained on Earth? Even an alien fortress? We took the pictures to some of the brightest people of our world. And nobody can say for sure what these structures represent. Military experts tell us that if there is an alien base on the moon, it poses a serious threat to humanity. Yeah. You haven't seen that video, right? I've never seen it. They showed some images that they say were like structures on the moon, right. built structures. Okay. That are like power plants and stuff, and Buzz was like on there saying. Yeah. Well, we saw like weird lights and stuff, so that's a UFO because we didn't know what they were. Right. Um, what do you think about that? Oh, mate. Some you... of it was not. Some of it made made me go, huh? And some of it, I was like, what? When that woman started talking about, oh yeah, there's that alien body. Like, boy, you found an alien body. Don't let's start with that. Yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't you start with that? That's why it's absolute crap. Yeah. Because. The first thing you do if you found an alien body would be like, we found an alien. But think, uh, obviously the moon's not as big as Earth. It's much smaller than Earth. Mm. But think of, take a section of Earth as mm. big as the moon. Yeah. And some of the natural structures on Earth look so unbelievable. If you saw them, you wouldn't believe they were made by people. Yeah. So to me, that's all that is. Like they're seeing yeah. some very strange looking shapes on the moon's la- on landscape and saying, well, that's got to be man-made. But no, nature does amazing things. Yeah. Although there's not much nature on the moon. But you know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. I, I think it's, it just comes back to this, like, oh, you know, it's, it poses a big threat to us. I'm like, well, why? Like, if they were going to do anything, say, say this is all, okay, let's call their bluff for a minute. There, say there are aliens on the moon. They've got a base there. They've got a bunch of aliens there who live there and work there. And yeah, it seems like they're using it as like a, it's like an oil rig almost. It's like yeah, it's almost planet. Yeah, yeah. They got some it's power stations they... there and they research facilities yeah. and stuff. If it if it poses <clears throat> a threat, we wouldn't know about it because they would have obliterated us by now. So it makes me think straight away humans get on the defensive though. They were like, on that video, even though it was only three minutes long, they're like... They're going to oh, kill well, us all. Yeah. Well, if they can build that, then they could wipe us out. And then it showed, like, images of fucking, like, bombers taking off. Yeah, yeah. Just wipe them out first. Yeah, it's classic. Well, it's, like, if it's been there for that long, they're obviously not bothered about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and It's always like aliens, we come in peace. Well, can't we come in peace as well? Yeah, exactly. The thing with the satellite dish as well, that's probably just the satellite dish. Yeah. What Buzz saw? The, the one like it looks exactly like a satellite dish. He's like, yeah, I saw an unidentified light, and it was the shape of a satellite dish. Was it? Just I think a I know dish? what that was. Yeah, <laughs> was it a satellite dish? This attitude of we don't know what it is, but it might attack us, so we need to defend ourselves or attack yeah. it before it attacks us. It's like I said about they're instantly like. That's what yeah, I said about aliens, though. Yeah, yeah. That's what would happen. 
If we saw aliens, the first instinct would be because, like, let's fucking try and kill because them Because the first. people with the loudest voices are the people that want to kill it. Yeah. So they were like over... They would overpower us. the ones yeah. that'd be like, oh, hang on. Well, it's on. fear versus love. And fear always wins because people are more fearful than they are trusting. Are you more loving or more fearful? More loving. Yeah, I don't have much fear. I, inst- I instantly trust someone first before I turn on them. Whereas other fearful people would first be like that and then eventually warm to people. That's why for me I can't understand um, the that attitude. I can't understand why but people would... That's part of your faith though, isn't it? To um, have faith in people. I guess so. But I think it's. I think actually it's more just me as a person. I... Yeah. I you know me now. You like you know me well enough to know that I wear my heart on my sleeve. Mm. I don't have any hidden agendas. There's nothing in me. Like what I'm thinking is what I've told you guys. Mm. I don't hold anything back. There's no. There's nothing in my mind that I haven't already let out there. So I always found it. I remember when I got into like my early. It was. It wasn't until like my early twenties that I started to think that people might have hidden agendas behind talking to me. So when I it was, I suppose when. Uh, Rachel and I started dating and I started to spend more time with uh, with Rachel I guess she I don't know maybe maybe women think about this more or because that's I don't know I don't know whether that's just the way Rachel's brain works but I I just don't imagine other people having so maybe that's it maybe like me as a person I don't assume that other people have hidden agendas because I'm looking at them and thinking well I don't so why would anyone else so Mm. maybe that's wrong and what are you like? Are you you guys? Do you guys feel like you? I definitely read people, but do you, when you go to people, like, do you feel that you're very open and very? I'm very open. Yeah, like, yeah, straight away. I'm not a very friendly person, and I'll say that I'm not friendly. I don't mm. talk to people at work. I don't talk to anyone. I, I'm not. I'm not friendly. I'm not. Um, Becca said this when she started seeing me. Like, I'm not easy to get to know. But once I know people, I'm very open. Like, I'll yeah, say yeah. anything. Yeah, for sure. But it's breaking through that facade because I'm initially very, very closed. Yeah. I would say, yeah, I I weigh people up while I'm talking to them. Not, not in a judgmental... Oh, I suppose it is judgmental. But um, just... I think you have to. I think once you learn, once you... With age, you start to realise that people aren't always quite as giving as I am and you've got to work out who the ones that are giving and who the ones are taking Mm. I find it exhausting to live the way that other people live and I I think I disagree with you a little bit in that I okay so I think friendliness and um not openness but I think I think what you're talking about is ever so slightly different because I've met I've met people and as you talk to them and as you talk about them with other people you realize oh actually maybe they're not who they think they are and who they portray themselves to be and I always think that's so exhausting how can you keep up with that all the time oh I'm never anyone other than myself no that's what I mean (laughs) but sometimes you have conversations with people and then they've had a different conversation with another person. You're like, oh, oh, why would yeah. I like that with you? And Life's like, too short to just not be yeah. who you oh, want yeah, to be and mean. like what it's you want to be. To be like that, um, not to be judging. Yeah, sorry. So say, for example, like there was a mutual friend between me and you. Yeah. And they had a conversation with me about something and then had a different conversation with you, but referring to the same subject that 
Um, I'm not really making this very clear. No, I kind of follow what you mean. mean? Yeah, like, I know what you mean. So you get different. They're saying different opinions they're saying different to different things people they're around about the same subject. Yeah, to, to different different people. people. Yeah. That's when I'm like, mm, why would you do that? Mm. Yeah. So anyway, we went a bit off track topic. That was a bit more like a, a clip from a discussion show. Yeah, hey, if you like that sort of discussion, you should check out. <laughs> we did one on life, death, and existence, and one on belief. Back to you, Tis. Um Okay, so the. The end of the show, I guess, will yeah. be to do with Sirius. Basically, yeah. this is like my this was like my corner keystone mm-hmm. of the the whole case that I built. Basically, I was watching Sirius, and uh, I was thinking rather than try and prove aliens exist, which is impossible, uh, more to say or put it to you guys as a thought, uh, as a talking point that. In the film, basically, there's a lot of eyewitnesses. That's what the film is all about. It's just interview after interview with military, high-ranking military intelligence officers who have come out and basically shot themselves in the foot by releasing certain information about aliens. Right. Where can people see this film? Uh, I, I found it on YouTube. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how long it'll be hanging around on YouTube. If they want to find it legally, where can they find it? It's on uh, Netflix or anywhere. I don't know. You know what? I'll, if Go- you go on the if you blog, Google "serious aliens," yeah, that's what or, I did. I'll find out where you can get it. And if you check on the blog with Tales and Explain there'll be links to it. Or just Google search. It's called "serious," S I R I U S. So, so actually, I'll first of all, what the first opinion, the talking point, actually is uh, the whole basis of one of the guy's arguments, I think it's the main guy who's made the film, is that uh, he's trying to get the government to declassify these alien technologies because Mm -hmm. he thinks these alien technologies would better the world we live in. Right, right. Which is kind of a different argument to any I've heard so far. It's it's more, it's like... um, yeah, you're keeping secrets is like rather than us back. yeah, rather than him being like, oh, we want to know about aliens for the crack. It's like we want to know about this stuff because it can and will help. And basically, his point is that the coal and fuel industry is holding it back because it oh, would put them out of business. Yeah, right, okay. These technologies are so advanced that they would just wipe all of that stuff off the map. If the government uh, um, had access to this technology. Wouldn't they be using it, or would you think they would how, how hold it back? What to if not risk? What if they do? And this comes back to the uh, this comes back to the New World Order and the oh, Rothschilds yeah, and the people owning. We we know there are people that own governments and own yeah. banks of countries. Yeah. You know who's to say that they're not saying no? No, we're going to lose money if we don't get that. Like you say. Yeah. Yeah. So. So basically, the whole film is about these eyewitnesses. If there's any, sorry, if there's any reason for them to tell us about things they're holding back, hmm. that's the reason. To if the government, what's the government's role? To like, you know, represent the people to, to and to govern and to you know run the show hmm. effectively for the people. If they're doing their job in the slightest way possible and they're holding stuff back, they're not doing their job. Yeah. yeah. Um, they should, you know, if they have access to things that would benefit the people, the first thing they should do is say, look, we have this. We don't, even if it's like, we don't really know how to use it yet, but mm. we're working on it. This is our future. 
yeah. then still people have a right to know and not because we just want to know about the aliens that's cool yeah yeah because hey you know you know you're sweating about us running out of fossil fuels we're working on it because we got this shit yeah yeah do you know what i mean yeah, just put yeah. everyone's mind at ease let everyone know you've got you know something yeah yeah don't hold it back don't be greedy exactly so that's an interesting point from the film uh but yeah so the the whole talking point i was going to put forward to you guys is what beef said earlier actually is i i would switch it around and say rather than try and prove what they're saying is true i was trying to prove if they were lying or not right yeah so what would be their motive for throwing away and they're, they're intelligent they've rised through the ranks of the army probably indoctrinated so to go against their indoctrination would be there'd have to be a traumatic event something that's happened to them that's really just got shook them up to the mm-hmm. point where they're just like no i have to mm. give up this job that i've done yeah. all my life because this is too much yeah so these people that have everything to lose and there's not just one or two there's quite a few have come out and said conclusively that there is alien technologies that we have so that is my my proof what would you say to that uh yeah i think i think that's um that's a easier pill to swallow than hmm. the government saying oh we need to go and we need to defend ourselves and we need to do this or they're going to blow us up it's like instead of creating fear there's much more evidence pointing towards what you just said which is why i've been saying the whole time there's much more evidence to suggest that Aliens aren't bothered with blowing up the planet, or I said that earlier, like not blowing it up, but aliens are not bothered with destroying us. If they were, they'd have done it by yeah, now. We wouldn't have any if they any do exist. If they do exist, then we wouldn't know about them because we'd all be dead and they'd mm. have inhabited the planet by now. Yeah. So, what I'm saying is, if they are out there, then who's to say they're not just, you know, they're waiting for a time where the government are saying, okay, cool, we're ready to, like, for people to know about you now or whatever. Mm. I think that's much easier to swallow than governments being shirty about it and trying mm. to hide stuff. Oh, definitely. Um, and who's to say the government isn't playing the aliens? Mm. You know, like the aliens are like, this is that amazing technology and the government, they're like, yeah, give it to us. It's helping us. And they're sucking hoarding it, you know? Mm, maybe. Just like they play the, the people. They, maybe, they're, the maybe the aliens are like our, um, like our mothers that had to give us away. And the government is sort of like the one that's looking after us now. And they're like, oh, give this to the kid. And it's like, yeah, we'll give it. We'll give it to him. We'll give it to him. Exactly. And they don't. Bastards. <laughs> but yeah, so so effectively, my point is that either aliens exist, alien technologies exist, uh-huh. or we have to explain how lots of intelligent people would suddenly turn on their own jobs, livelihood, mm. everything they know, mm. and say something which is a fabrication. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what really that's what we need to explain. Makes, makes me wonder. Even yeah. if, um, let's leave aliens to one side, even if it's not aliens, I do believe wholeheartedly that there is access to technology, even if it's not alien technology, that mm. I reckon that the government are hiding because of the money that they would lose yeah. and because of the friends they would lose. Um, but like I say, they're not doing their job then. They're not doing... Mm-hmm. We yeah. we put our trust in them to do right by us. Oh, we know That's why I don't trust the government. It's, it's, it's fucked. Mm. Exactly. 
fucking fucking New World Order. <laughs> and by New World Order, I mean there needs to be a new world order yeah. of trusted governments. It needs to be a democracy. Hmm. We're not living in a democracy. Apparently we're living in a democracy. Well, That's what they want us to think. That's what they want us to think, yeah. If voting mattered, they wouldn't let us do it. And that's a quote from someone. I don't know. But it's I a like quote that. from someone. I think it's Mark Twain. I like that. Mark Twain. If, never, if voting could change anything, they wouldn't let us do it. Oh, I like that. It's a, it's a nice little quote. Yeah. Adam Tissington, 2016. So, <laughs> I mean, that that's all I've got. So what that, that's, that's, show. that's my Brilliant. juggernaut sort of... That's I like that. Yeah. The most like likely the, way that I could you, prove aliens exist. You combined... Some silly footage with some oh, interesting footage. Oh, come on. Some of it was silly, some of it was not so silly, and you combined it with some philosophy. And some of it was a bit zany, wacky, all of the above. Right, shall we call Laura quickly then? Hello? Hey, guys. Hey, how's hey. it going? I'm so excited to be a guest on your show. We are equally excited. Absolutely. Uh, we've just been talking about aliens. Um, just went for Bob. This is Tiss, by the way. How are you doing? Pretty good, thank you. <laughs> so I've just been hosting, uh, I don't know if you know, an aliens episode. Um, so there's lots of stuff that we've covered. Uh, when Bob gets back, we're just going to run it through you and see if there's anything you could add to it, basically. Okay. Um, hey, Laura, it's Beef. Hi, Beef. Hey, Bob's back. I'm back. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Um, so what are we doing? Tiss is so going to interview I've, I've for said, one. Well, no. Uh, I said that we we're going to run through what we've done in the episode. Okay. So basically, Laura, what we're going to do is you're going to be like a fourth opinion on some of the stuff we've been talking about. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah go for it then, Tiss. Okay. So, uh, so let's go through like what we... So to begin with, I started the episode off um, with the Phoenix... A uh, UFO from '97. So if you're familiar. Oh yeah, the Phoenix Lights. Yeah, yeah. So um, yep. I hadn't seen that clip in God, like t- I don't know, ten years maybe, eleven years. Uh, and I sh- no, not eleven years. <laughs> that would have been '97. Um, <laughs> so yeah, have you got anything to add to that? We, I don't really know much about it apart from it looks super realistic. Well, apparently, like with the Phoenix Lights. Um... There were like thousands of witnesses because everyone that was around when Hellbop was out in the sky, so everyone was out looking to see for Hellbop. And all of a sudden, these lights came around, and and um, there is an air force base around there, but they're used to like the people in that area are very used to seeing you know flares and things like that. Um, a lot of the witnesses said that it was um, a couple miles wide this craft and it made no noise um it floated over the top of a lot of people's houses and it blocked out the stars and it was a a perfect v-shape and it just it went on for miles um from like flagstaff down through phoenix and i mean obviously they weren't flares um and you know thousands of people witnessed it and when they, you know, went to their governor, they kind of just made a big joke about it. And then years later, the governor was like, we couldn't explain it. So the best thing that I could think to do was to, you know, kind of just um, 
make light of the situation because everyone was freaking out but he said that he saw it and he has no idea what it was and no one could explain it and they made a big documentary about it but yeah a lot of people there was one witness that said if they held like a newspaper over their head it didn't block this big huge thing out you know they could still see wow how big it was um yeah, it definitely wasn't flares. There was thousands of witnesses, and there's there's a documentary that um, Gal made. I forget her name, but you you could easily Google it. And yeah. uh, she interviewed all the witnesses, and one of the like chairpersons there in Indiana, um, or city council people, I think, um, really delved deep into the into the investigation and tried to get a lot of answers. So yeah, that's. That was one of the the big things back in the day. Yeah, we, me and Beef had never seen it before, so we were no. it sort of instantly grabbed our attention. We um, it did look like unlike any UFO footage that we had ever seen. It was really mm. yeah. sort of I don't know, I'd never seen anything like it. It wasn't characteristic um, in nature with the other footage that I've seen. No, it wasn't just lights. It was. There was more to it than just like, oh, there's a light in the sky. Yeah. There was like multiple lights, strange shape, you know. And like I, like uh, Laura said and what Tiss said earlier, like so many witnesses seeing the same thing yeah. and no one knowing what it was and these flimsy excuses for what it was. <laughs> it really interested me. That yeah. yeah. So what, um, Laura, where, sorry, you may have said earlier, I, I, I may not have heard. Whereabouts do you live? What state do you live in? I live in Iowa. Okay. So when this was this like, did, how did the word get out that this this happened? Um, do you remember it happening at the time or or not? Um, no, not really. I was pretty young at the time. I I just remember like I I've always been into like the extraterrestrials and things like that. It's right. always been like a fascination of mine. But um, so I I watch a lot of documentaries, a lot of YouTube videos. Art Bell, uh, he's a radio talk show host, uh-huh. and yeah, he we- has ton of guests we talked um, about him today actually yeah he's i love him i've lived i've listened to almost all of his shows and we, so we talked about the the guy who rang in um and he said he was from area 51 when the station got shut down when he was in the middle of his call oh that was a hoax yeah well we was one we talked about it possibly being a hoax or him possibly getting hushed we so you you believe that to be a hoax do you yeah, because there was a later episode where he called back in. And yeah, said, we listen, we listened to that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are other witnesses. Um, have you have you looked into like Doctor Stephen Greer at all? No, we haven't. No. That's. Um, I mean, this isn't the only. Obviously, there'll be many more alien episodes okay. we do. And um, you know what? I'm gonna say it now. We're gonna make you our official alien expert, so we can come to you if that's okay. <laughs> That's fine. I, I've done so much like of my own amateur research. And... Well, you seem to know much more than us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We sort of <laughs> we don't know very much. No. I'm an avid believer in extraterrestrials, so cool. I mean and and I'm very logical thinking, you know, I'm not there's some controversial stuff and some things I'm like, eh. But mm-hmm. no, I, I've done a lot of research and there's just too much out there for me to not believe. Mm. Mm. So uh, what else did we talk about today, Tess? Okay, uh, so we've got the Art Bell call, the UFOs. Um, we looked at some ancient Egyptian uh, hieroglyphics, uh, the ones alluding to like helicopters, spaceships, 
Oh, airplanes and things like Stuff that. Stuff like yeah. all sorts of strange, even um, like classic sort of alien-looking figures with the big eyes and stuff. Mm. Which yeah, there's a lot of like cave drawings with um, like Indian, like um, out here in the United States, there's a lot of um, folklore with uh, with the Indians, with um, extraterrestrials, and mm. there's a lot of drawings of extraterrestrials and with the hieroglyphics. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of that, like Ancient Aliens, the show goes into a lot of that. Um, I personally haven't done a lot of. Um, I mean, there's some things out there like paintings from the Renaissance era with UFOs in it. Um, you know, there's that famous painting. I don't remember the name of it. I could probably Google it, but it's of like the the Mother Mary looking down, and there's a UFO in the background oh, with a wow. guy's dog pointing at it in the sky, and it's from like the 1400s. Oh, I haven't seen that. I must wow. say, while, while you're talking, Tiss has got a notebook and he's making notes already <laughs> for things to look look at for future episodes. I mean, because we we've been the show has been recording for just over an hour, so we've recovered we've covered like a few things, but obviously there's way more for future episodes to talk about. Oh, there there's a ton out there. Um, so what other guys did you or what other things did you guys talk about? Uh, we brief. What was it? The Buzz Aldrin thing. Uh, it was the Buzz Aldrin, uh, the moon base that he claims. Uh, uh, you yeah. guys watched the video, didn't you? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you have you heard of that? Where Buzz, Buzz Aldrin was saying that he saw things well. when he went up. Um. Yes. Um. There's actually there's two other astronauts, uh, Edgar Mitchell and Gordon Cooper, mm-hmm. as well, um, who were one of the first astronauts and. Uh, Dr. Stephen Greer, the guy that I'm probably going to tell you about a little bit more here, um, he's like one of the leading men as far as disclosure about extraterrestrials. He gathered 500 plus witnesses from prior military, NASA employees, CIA, you know, scientists from all walks of life that came forward with their eyewitness testimony and Gordon Cooper and Edgar Mitchell are one of their eyewitness testimonies talking about what they saw up there when they were in space and things like that. And they talk about like the moon landings and, and what they saw there too. Mm-hmm. Was awesome. that the Sirius? That was the Sirius documentary? Uh, Sirius Disclosure here. I'll send you a link. Um, but basically there, there is a documentary on, on Netflix that Dr. Stephen Greer made. Some of it's a little controversial, but a lot of it um, goes into, like, some of the eyewitness testimony that I was talking about, um, you know, technology that we've had for clean, you know, um, clean energy and free energy, basically. Hmm. Um, yeah, there's there's a ton of stuff you guys I really see. hope that's on Netflix, because obviously <laughs> sometimes the, the UK Netflix isn't the same as... Uh... Oh, really? Yeah, we we don't have as much stuff on our Netflix. Yes. Uh... Uh, well, you can find it on YouTube, too. Yeah, I'm sure you can uh, find it somewhere. I think that's the guy, Stephen Greer, we must have been talking about um, when I, I saw Sirius, was uh, about him wanting to de- declassify these alien technologies to save humanity, basically. Does that sound right? Um, yeah, I mean, he goes into... Um... Sorry, I'm typing. I can't talk and type at the same time. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he goes into, I mean, he, he goes into a, a plethora of things. Um, I mean, he has uh, video footage of um, ETs and things like that. And then mm. the, he has 500 plus witnesses. Um, he has documents that have been released or given to him 
um, in regards to UFOs and extraterrestrials. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Basically, the series documentary goes into like that clean energy mm. uh, videos of, of UFOs and eyewitness testimony. And um, th- there's all kinds of, kinds of stuff at SeriousDisclosure.com that you can look at uh, videos. So, so yeah, uh, basically, it just goes, um, it's eyewitness testimony. There's some controversial stuff, as I said, like Dr. Stephen Greer um, claims he can initiate contact with aliens. I am a little yeah. iffy about that part of, of it. You sort of lose intriguing. a little bit of credibility when they go that extra step, and it makes you go, oh, I, I believed all the other stuff you are saying, but you took it a little bit too far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Sorry, I kind of went on my own tangent. No, no right. not at all. I mean, we we were talking about um, because I personally, before we started um, the show this evening, and and as we were going through, um, I was I was I've kind of I've seen so much stuff over the years that I was starting to feel like I doubted some of it, and it all sounded like I was hearing the same material. But when when Tiss was talking about Sirius, and when you were talking about it just now. Laura, I was quite. It was quite refreshing to hear about the the uh, renewable energy sources and the green energy and and the fact that that could all be hidden uh, by the government potentially. Uh, you know, that's much more refreshing than just hearing about our aggression towards aliens and yeah. trying to defend ourselves from them. And uh, yes, that sounds really interesting. Yeah, it's borderline. You know, ex- proof of extraterrestrial slash conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Hand in hand together. We we love a good conspiracy theory. Yeah. I'm Definitely. a huge conspiracy theorist. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if we have other alien episodes in the future, you'd be okay with us contacting you again to sort of run some stuff by you? Oh yeah, definitely. That'd be great. Um so we'll say it. If we do alien episodes in the future, we'll have Laura as our fourth voice awesome. um to weigh in on these things because like we say, she knows more than us. Okay, um, so we're sort of running out of time now, Laura, but sure. thanks for contacting us and we'll definitely try and talk to you in the future um, about anything regarding extraterrestrials because, as you heard, we've just made you the official Weird Tales alien <laughs> expert. <laughs> well, I I, uh, I really look forward to that and I, I don't, I'd love to be a guest anytime for you guys. I love your guys' show. You guys do a great job. Thank you. Oh, that's thank great. You. Thank you so much. Thanks for talking to us, Laura, and we'll definitely talk to you again. All right. Well, uh, thank you, guys, and I look forward to talking to you all again soon. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks a lot. Thank you, mate. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. No, that was was awesome. If we put in that into the episode as well, that's a really strong episode. Right. I think that is a really strong episode. I actually. really yeah. enjoyed this. Well, this has been a... That was awesome. That end point I made, I made um, the very my first research, so I was just like, sweet. I'm sitting pretty because I was just like, I was really high at the time, so I was. Just, I flipped it round. I was like, "How can I prove aliens exist? I can't." So I was just like, "What about these guys? If these guys have got a motive, and I was actually gonna, I was gonna find a load of them and be like, where are they now? What have they benefited? Have they lost out? And see basically their motives. If they've got a book tour coming up, then obviously yeah. that's why they did it. If not, then fucking look, you know. Um, right. Yeah, I've got to go. Um, Do you want to close the episode, though, Tis? You, you done? Yeah, yeah. Right, let's just quickly wrap up then. Um, 
like I said on the Weird News episode, if you have any requests of what you want us to tackle, not only, I mean, everyone sends us recommendations for the main episodes, but for the side episodes, any sort of topics we've covered you want us to go into more, do a call-in maybe, let us know what you want to hear more of. That would be really helpful to us. And if you rate us on iTunes... That's really helpful to us. We were actually on the What's Hot on iTunes this yeah, week. Yeah, thanks, thanks to the guys that have already done it. Wow. So if you listen and you like the show, you know, go and rate us because it really does help us get noticed hmm. um, and it helps spread the word. You can find us on Facebook as well and share us on there or whatever. Just contact us on Facebook. Just search for us, Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. If you go on the blog, weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.blogspot.com, there's all the videos, all the links, all the stuff, every episode it gets updated for and you can find links to all the ways you can listen to us. And the email address, unexplainableuk at mail.com. Um, want to give us a very special shout out, as requested, to Hayley and Brad Venn, who listen to the show every week. And I keep meaning to give them a shout out. But and Olive. And Olive Venn, yeah. <laughs> they all listen to the show together while they're decorating their house. So that's great. We love you guys. I don't know what we've got next week, but there'll be something. And then the week after that, we've got a very special interview, as well, I'm going to say. Mm. So, Tiss. Cool. Well done. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs> oh, really? Do you know anything? I have nothing. Okay. Ailey. in a bit. What did we say last time? Alien a bit. <laughs> oh, God, that's terrible. Uh, I was trying to think what. We just used X Files quite last time, I think. Um, I think. I can't remember what even what I The used. proof is out there. Yeah. The truth is out there. <laughs> the proof yeah, is out the there. Proof. The proof is out there. <laughs> the evidence is out there. Go find it. <laughs> it's not even a truth. No, but either. the proof was, I fits in with the, this the episode. The proof is out there. Yeah. I want to believe. Because you got me some way on the road to being a believer. A believer. Don't come back. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.